to come in. Welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We have a very special guest this week um, who who actually Hello. attended the con we weren't able to go to. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some news of the week, That's but right. we're going to first and most of all, who's calling me a liar? People in the comments. Yo, what up? Dante's in there. Jovan lies. Juan, I never lie. I never oh, lie. Um, so, <laughs> lie about what? Uh, I think he's saying I'm lying about the shirtless hugs. I'll prove it. Little man, I'll prove it. <laughs> we'll go live on another channel. <laughs> yes, that that's on the, the podcast only fans that we're starting up. <laughs> Just me and Trey hugging all the time. That's the shirtless content. But yes, back to our guest. Welcome, everybody. We have at artist12325. Um, we are going to get to know the origin of that handle, first of all, because I love it. And oh, yeah, it's just pretty deep. the origin of you as a creative, you as a cosplayer, you as an artist. Um, so why don't we start off with artist? We'll go with that one. So how did you get into doing art and what struck that passion and took you down that creative path? I've been doing art since I was a kid, just like any kid that practices drawing. I just, I think I really started practicing around age 11. Mm -hmm. um, before that, it was just doodles in class and all that stuff. But I mean, over time, you know, I would get commissions and I would do it. It was, I think as it starts for any artist, as um, self-gratification. <laughs> uh, you draw to, to see the things that don't exist, uh, be it super petty fandom ships or yes. uh, things that don't exist just basically. And you, and you want to see it in front of your eyes. So you, you yes. make it happen. And over time, I'm just like, I want, I kind of want to look at it. So I should probably get better. at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't make out who exactly is in this ship I made. Yeah. So, I mean, over time, you know, you, you mm -hmm. practice it definitely with digital art. That's a different animal than traditional. Yes. Um, especially just because different software is, you're not sure what to start out with. I had a super crappy old Wacom thing that would connect to my computer and the lag was so far behind, but now I use an iPad pro with procreate and, um, it's like drawn on paper. It's, it's amazing. It really is. Do you have a um, paper like or matte cover on your screen? You need to. I don't. <laughs> you, I you just, because it's, uh, it's like raw glass. Dogged. It feels kind of glassy when you do just straight on the iPad screen. If you get a paper like cover for your iPad yeah. Pro, uh, it gets a slight yeah, drag like to a it. Kindle or something. Oh man, it feels mm -hmm. so much like paper. There's no lag on it, and you get a little drag resistance yeah. friction going. <sighs> yeah. I've gotten used to using uh, the glass thing. I have a coworker who has mm -hmm. a tablet that's like, has that paper yes. mat on it and it looks very satisfying. I don't know if I'd be able to adjust immediately. That would probably take I a I think if second. you could do it on paper, it's actually closer to being able to draw on paper. So you, as talented mm. as you are, you could probably take it like a fish to water, especially if you did the Wacom. Cause that one's hard where you like looking at the screen, but your hands down here. So you're like, I drew yeah. that stroke three <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And I had a, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I to, and oddly enough, I would still get commissions even when I had the the poor uh, software. It was like a free yeah. software. I forget which one it was, but it the lag was so far behind. Um, using the iPad just really, really helped it. It was like just it cut the time in half. Definitely helped my back 
because I was hunched <laughs> over all the time. I mean, any artist can relate to that. I mean, <laughs> you're hunched over for so long, your eyes are burning, you know, it feels like you're staring at the sun. I'm yeah. like an infant in my in my digital art right now because I just got my iPad and I'm just starting to kind of do it. Yeah. And I had oh, no idea. I really had no like people don't know how long a piece takes. Just a simple illustration, yeah. line work. Sketching. Yeah. I, it it also it's person to person. You know, I mean, some people would take some people ten hours might take another person three days. What what might take another person an hour? It's just like your yeah, skill set. I, I think um, with me, it's hard to even tell. I just, I don't even compare. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I mean, if I tell people a certain amount of time, I'm like, yeah, this took me seven hours. This took me four hours. And, and they're either like, wow, that's, wow, I can't believe you drew that long. Or wow, that it seems like it should have taken a lot yeah, longer than that's that. that's so awesome. <laughs> and it's like. So Procreate lets yeah, you take advantage great, of the layers yeah. and you get to shade mm -hmm. better. You get all kinds of brushes. Have you gone down the rabbit hole of getting new brushes and other, other types mm -hmm. of things? I've gotten some new brushes. I've gotten some textured brushes. Um, you can, you use a Biomon Etsy or uh, sometimes you'll get an ad for it, which I'm sure <laughs> yes. I will now. We said it out loud. They're listening to us. I got my phone right next to me, so I probably will yeah. get an ad now. Um, yeah. You'll either get that or, um, I, I think I've just gotten a couple of sets. I got a comic book set where the texture mimics marker. Um, but really, again, it's up to the artist. I mean, you can give any person tools, but it's up to the person who's using the tools to actually use them in a way that's going to benefit their art and to actually make something yeah. worthwhile. Because, I mean, I could give anybody oils and paint i mean you could give me oils and paint i don't know what the hell to do with it because i never learned oils yeah <laughs> so i mean you could give me the most high grade professional oil kit and i'd be like what the hell do i do with this um it's like i had yeah. water right <laughs> no actually you have to add a not to add a medium of like oil or or something and then the cleanup is toxic so i never learned how yeah. to do that so digital art is great for that purpose as well as that you don't have to keep revisiting the art store, although you should. You should. Uh, yeah, there's my cowlick. <laughs> <laughs> um, although you should support local art stores. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, if you're in L.A., Blick, that's a local art store. I worked there at one point. Um, but that's the great thing about digital art is because your palette's right there. Your brushes are right there. And you don't have to clean up. Um, you don't have to wash your brushes. How much do you love the undo uh, button? You don't have to. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forget it's not there in real life. I'm drawing on a piece of paper. I'll draw on a piece of paper and I'll double tap the paper. I'm like, shit. shit. I can't, I can't undo on my I, paper I, or I'll, you ever, you ever try to zoom in on a piece of paper? That's a reality check. That's a splash. That's a cold splash. That's a thing water. I did not do before like, I got my right. iPad. Now I'm like, oh shit. It's not touchscreen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a book. Well, I'll doodle I'm on a paper at work, and then I'll be like, I can't really see the detail, and I'll have to, I'll you try just to ink smudge your I'm hand because like, you just. <laughs> I'm like, so someone's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm just like, I just want to see the the size of the drawing. That's just all. I'm just comparing. Manual it. zoom. Just hold it up to your face. I'm just pinching the paper. It's an artist. I did a doodle. I tried to erase it, and then like I broke the paper. I was like, oh great, cool. We <laughs> have to start all over now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a it's an artist thing. We pinch the the piece of paper, but yeah. when we draw, know. it's, it's, it's for good of, luck. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't understand. It. You have to you have to be you in. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I love it. You just roll with it. 
So that's yeah. awesome. So yeah, I do like doodling on paper though. There's a different satisfaction that comes now, to drawing traditionally. You've gotten commissions from your art. Um, you're obviously mm-hmm. comfortable doing it, sharing it. What kind of plans do you have for the future? Are you planning to maybe do a booth at a con? Um, maybe get a site for your art, have its own page or a website. What kind of plans? Do you yeah. I mean, I actually did start a website in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put some Great fan year. art there. Uh, I made it on Wix, not sponsored. <laughs> um, uh, I put it out on Wix and I made a website through there. And again, that's just a tool. I mean, if it looks shitty then it's like, you can't really blame the website. You know, that's kind of you. <laughs> that's kind of up to you. Uh, but I mean, I, I put my art out there and just like any artist, you know, it's, it's a struggle to get it seen and to get it noticed. And then, you know, you could have a huge following on TikTok or you can have a huge following on Instagram. And if something flops then it flops and you know, it's just, that's your audience. And sometimes you just got to accept that you made it for you and you made it for yourself. Like I made a, I made a human uh, version of Elmo and that got, it's she got this cute. whole series of like. Uh, I saw. I saw the robot. Like yeah, I saw the robot turn human. Well, I say that one because you guys use that for your promo pic yes. on Instagram. Yes. Um, but that one, I mean, I'm super proud of that one. It's came out super cute. Um, his puppeteer is a black man, so I figured he'd probably be a small boy who is black as well. So I gave him big red curly hair and uh, a red. Love the orange coat. nose at the top. Yes, I incorporated his almost facial facial features into the hat. And I, I love it. I think it looks amazing. I think it got like 12 <laughs> likes or something on Instagram, but I'm super inconsistent. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you could be a super beginner artist, but if you're consistent enough, if you post consistently enough, yeah. you're going to see a following start to happen because people want yeah. to see content. They might roast you. They might not like your art, whatever. I mean, that's the risk you take by putting that's your stuff the out engagement. there. But, Everybody's a critic. Oh yeah. And most of the time we're our own worst mm. critic. Yeah, And it's like you put your stuff out there and people see that you're giving them content to fill up their feed. And that's where the sort of line is. It's hard to walk because you give them too much and you're spamming their feed. You don't give them enough and, and the algorithm doesn't nope. show you as much. So it's it's a hard line to walk that I don't know how to walk. Just mostly You don't want to burn yourself out either. And it's like, then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's art for me, like casually has been when I feel just, I feel yeah. the itch. And yeah. any other time, it's like you don't feel very inspired to do it. So it is hard to get that wheel turning of like sometimes you crank out a piece of art every day for a week and then you don't you don't feel like drawing for a month. And yeah, it's normal human emotion. <laughs> I mean, like it's you're infusing your art absolutely. with emotion. So you can't just like, yeah, wrap it out of the hat. Now, there is something like you said to be yeah. said for having the discipline to put a piece out every week. Just draw for the for the sake of mm-hmm. consistency and building mm-hmm. that following, yeah. I think if if you aren't yeah. as talented, and if that's you, something you want to do, then yeah. yeah. You, on the other hand, you're there. I mean, already, so you can definitely <laughs> go by feel. Thank you. I mean, look, there's always going to be someone oh, better yeah. than you. There's always going to be someone worse than you. But then at the end of the day, it's like, what is better? What is better in art? You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Absolutely. So I mean, I you could show me a piece of art on on DeviantArt or whatever. I'm dating myself right now. <laughs> on um, what? You could. Sh- you could show me a piece on, of- <laughs> on a on what, what was that one? AI. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, AOL. AOL. Way back. <laughs> when I asked you about that real quick. 
I'm like, you could, you could show me a piece of art there yeah. and I could say that's really bad. And then someone next to me could be like, that's my favorite piece yes. of art. So, I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's so hard to, I mean, there are certain things that you can fundamentally judge like anatomy or, uh, the color schemes of things or uh, color yeah. theory. There are things you can criticize about that of like, Oh, this shadow doesn't work because these totally two colors in the wrong way, but also, <laughs> Yeah. So there is skill yeah. to be learned, but even when, even if you're starting out and it doesn't look like you want it to, there's still someone out there going to be like, wow, I've, I don't ever see fan art of Megamind yeah. or something. And it's like, I'm so glad there's at least something out there because now I can see it. And it's like in front of me. Whereas before I Google it, yeah, I think comes people up. just want to know they're bummer. not alone in their interest, in yeah. their, in their fandom. Dead fandoms. Exactly. People want to know they're not alone. So if you're mm -hmm. true to you, you're putting out stuff that you love yeah. for you. When it resonates, it's going to be that much easier to maintain. You'll yeah, find you're your own manufacturing trial. an image yeah. with your art. You're putting out things mm -hmm. that interest you, things that you love. So when it does hit and it does resonate, it's going to be a lot easier to maintain and keep up with it. I think that's that's a super yeah. super smart thing. Yeah. Now, you've done art, you, but that's not the only thing you yeah. do. Cosplay. You also cosplay. Yes. Um, give us your cosplay yeah. origin. How did you get into that? I always wanted to do cosplay and it's just, I was in high school in like 2013 to 2016, 2012 mm -hmm. or so. So like social media, like Instagram was, it was there, but it wasn't like getting information spread around wasn't as easy. So if I wanted to, you know, oh, where did cons happen? Like anybody I asked at school would be like, oh, they tell me about San Diego Comic-Con where it's like, oh, it's a lottery. You can't yeah. get the ticket, whatever. And I'm like, well, I guess I just can't. <laughs> I guess and they don't exist. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's a myth. <laughs> I guess it's just word of mouth. It's a wise unicorn. And I'm not invited. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I started out by going to local conventions. Um, we have one in my town. Um, and it's it's small and it happened at a college but i was so thrilled to actually be there it was when deadpool was like really hot and he was like one of the first superheroes to actually be yeah. funny and like routinely funny and not take himself so seriously and everyone just latched onto him immediately and he was like the hot shit he was the you'd have a thing. line of deadpool so just all around the floor what You've do you never mean? seen the like the conga lines of Deadpool's, and they just literally like oh, all no, the way around the con. I thought you meant in the comments section. Oh no, 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 because <laughs> no, I know when oh, Deadpool wait, happened in cons, you couldn't you couldn't like throw mm -hmm. a rock without hitting a Deadpool cosplayer. Exactly, everywhere. I was just gonna use that analogy as perfect. <laughs> were, yeah, yeah, they were everywhere, and now the big thing is like Spider Man. Uh, I bet it's always yes. been Spider Man because yes. it's easy. Because Spider Man, like just Spider Man, Harley Quinn, Deadpool, yeah, like, yeah. everywhere. Those, Those are like the three main ones. I see. Yeah, you know, funny enough, I actually saw a lot of Patrick Stars with the uh, with the fishnet legs and the, um, <laughs> yes, yes, the yes. hooker boots, the hooker, hooker heels. heels. Um, I saw that like probably five times at convention. At you the had to convention. scrub your eyeball. I saw so. You saw it. I was like, everyone had the same idea to be sexy Patrick. That's so oh, funny. I, like, should have went yes. with a handsome Squidward. So I, that's that how I started. So fun. <laughs> I have seen oh. a handsome Squidward. I have seen that. So um, is that your first convention, the one at the college? Yeah, that was in 2015. What did you cosplay? Uh, I was oh, nice. 
nice. So you were right in the yes. line with all the other and ones. It, yeah, and you know what? It's like sometimes you can have a really cheap, poorly made costume, but if your personality makes up for it, then it yeah. doesn't matter. Because I've exactly. won a couple of of cosplay competitions on on, on uh, I think it was best personality and then best uh, like it, what is like notable mentions yes. or something. Yeah, so, you so had the it's energy like I actually and you really one... fulfilled the character. You played the cosplay. Well, the thing about yeah, I mean the thing about Deadpool is a lot of people misunderstand is that you can't just be obnoxious. He's very he's yeah. witty. That's yeah. his thing. It's like you can go around and steal someone's hat or you can go around and and be loud or or steal something. I don't know. That's that's always the bit yes. they want to do is like you take a hat or something. But it but it boils down to being quick and being yes. funny. And and that's what Ryan Reynolds is because he's himself in literally every role. So <laughs> so he's he's just a, he's a witty guy. He's he has a lot of dry humor and that translates directly yeah. into Deadpool, which is why he was so yeah. perfect for it. But people don't understand that the reason that 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 works so well is because he is a maniacal serial killer. <laughs> And that's that's the irony that he is so funny and he's like actually he doesn't take himself seriously, even though he's a pretty serious yes. antihero. He he can kill pretty easily and he's a deadly no person. Cutting heads and <laughs> exactly and, and he's but, the king of comebacks. But but people get so caught up in the fact that he's yeah. funny and the fact that 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 that's all they focus on. I'm like it makes him one. No, he's like most of the time when people cosplay. Him. He he has become yeah. one dimensional, as us a lot of superheroes yes. have become. That. Um, but that started my. It's been a throughout the years. It's been a a a spotty sort of thing with cosplay because I've made props, and I actually it's so funny. I actually have. Well, Let us see. This is a. Part of an Iron Man suit. I that was this my is next question. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I made an Iron Man suit out of Eve. Of our our buddy Dante said that was actually a very profound take on Deadpool and superhero culture right now. Yep. I know. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome, Dante. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, tell us yeah. about Iron Man. How long did that take you overall? That didn't take me super long. I want to say maybe it took me a month, maybe two months. That's awesome. Um, I don't know if that's a long time or a short amount of time. It's long for me because if I (laughs) try to craft an Iron Man suit, I would have to start in 2020 and I'd still be working on it right now. And I might have the helmet done. (laughs) To be fair, I mean, it doesn't breathe like a whole lot. So you put on a really tight black shirt underneath and it just keeps it in there so and it's and it's hard to move like there are some iron man outfits and they're made out of fiber they're made out of fiberglass and like some are actually like the suit from the movie and which robert downey jr doesn't even wear most of the time um most of the time it's it's a mocap suit (laughs) so even they don't always wear the costumes but they move around like they are or they move around like they're not yeah some of these 3d printed suits like they really, really customize. So there's like max articulation in them, and these cosplayers are really able to yeah. move in it. It's like, geez. but then they still can't. Oh yeah, no, no, you're gonna break your suit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You will, you will snap yeah. that suit. I know Trey. You gotta have some cosplays that you can't sit down in. 
barely. Like, I try to make sure I can sit down every cosplay because, you know, I run out of gas and I got to take a I break. I know. And I bet, you know what? I bet Wreck-It Ralph's one of your more comfortable ones. <laughs> it is. It is. Because it's just overalls. Yeah, I did Wreck-It sure. Ralph, too. Oh, nice. I did. I made giant hands and I put them on a, on a chest mm -hmm. strap. And what I wanted to do was extend the fingers and make them so they would move as my fingers would move and they'd be like a real hand. But I had fish, I had fishing line and it, they would snap every time I'd bend the fist. Oh, so I ended up having to glue them oh. shut and pin them shut. So they were just big fists. I'm like, if I was just going to do big fists, I could have made them look better than this. <laughs> so I wanted to yeah, be accurate. I made like a dress. And... Hey, Trey did the yeah. dress one too. Yeah, but... You did it. Yes, at... <laughs> that, that one's that one's more comfortable than regular Ralph. <laughs> I'd imagine. Oh, the Snow yeah. White one. Oh, yes. No, this was this was before the second one came out. This was before uh, Ralph yeah. the Internet came out. Yeah. I don't know why. Still yeah, to that, this day, they didn't name it Ralph Rexx the Internet. Like, the title was there for itself. I don't know. Come on. And you know what? To make a movie that is based on memes is such it's such a money maker mm -hmm. at the time but it becomes dated within oh, yeah. release date because oh. memes evolve day mm -hmm. to day. And it's so hard to keep track of which, because breaks the internet. That was the Kim Kardashian yes. thing with the yeah. thing on her butt. And with that last, the, <laughs> that with the wine week. glass and that the champagne on her butt, that lasted so little. And they just took that and uh, ran with it. And it's like, why would you name your whole movie based off of a short trend? And then he was like flossing, which that's, they that, still yes. do. That's they, like, still in films. That is, I, I think that is the most corporate move to do is to put a, someone flossing because I don't that's get the kids so, going. That's I years that ago. That that was viral for maybe yeah, a backpack year. kid made a shit and ton of money it, off that. I'm sure many people who are on TikTok like me get the show Bluey uh, on their feed. I get the show Bluey all the damn time. Yeah. And I love it. I never skip it. <laughs> I love Bluey. But there was one episode where the kids start flossing. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> it's in Australia. So I'll give what? you a slight pass. But who's? Uh, no, because they're a day ahead of us. <laughs> You're extra outdated. So that doesn't make any Jeez. sense. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should know what's yeah. happening before. I should be hip to this trend, damn it. You guys are a day in the future. You're going to be you a know? year ahead of us when 2023 rolls around. Act like it. Exactly. Like it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's certain things like even the format that that they use for memes, like on SNL, they'll crank out the giant white text and the giant, the top text and the bottom text. Like that hasn't been a meme format since yeah. I was a kid. Like it's all, it's the picture, but then they set up the joke above the picture and on a white screen, that's the meme format. And they've, they still haven't gotten the hold of that. They still haven't grasped onto that. That's, it's like, that's not the meme format anymore. Wow. We, we got a spam uh, first, an actual comment. Oh, we got a bot. Yeah. Nice. So uh, Dante <laughs> did say flossing needs to die. I agree with that, but somebody yes, wants to help. It did die. <laughs> It did die, and corporations are still they're trying to make that, it relevant. They're riding that. They're beating that died. dead horse, dead. like you wouldn't believe. But it's yeah, dead. a bot wants to help us with our followers and views for a very good price, lower than our oh. competitor, their competitor. So uh, oh. thank you. Oh, you, sh you should thank click you. on it and <laughs> give us your. Room at J. 
you should click on it and give them of your course. credit card information I need right that now. Service, sir. Give me a good uh, discount. Should give them your social. I'm giving them your everything. Credit card, your mother's maiden name. Because I am vain and I need the What's followers. The yeah. I need to make affiliate. Damn it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no I think <laughs> we got to get verified somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's how you do it, right? A random bot comes in and you pay him the money and you get yeah. your check mark. Onward. Exactly. I should have bought mine from Elon when he was still selling them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Elon could have really used your, yeah. your 10 yeah. bucks, man. That did not that lasted a day. That did not go well. So yeah. you you've cosplayed at several cons. What was mm -hmm. so far the the best con experience or the best con you've been to so far? You know, I always love WonderCon. WonderCon is a great con to go to. The venue is great. It's in Anaheim. It's right next mm. to Disneyland. Um, the area is pretty good. Um, whereas LA Comic Con, the Staples Center, it's not like in the best area. It's not terrible. Um, the venue is pretty good because you can go from one building to the other without going outside. So that is a good safety feature of that venue. Um, I... I think my first real con, like official, not a local con or a weekend blender at a mall, that was WonderCon. Um, that was a game changer. That first one that I went to was in 2016. And I was 17 at the time, turning 18 in a few months from then, I believe. And I just was, it felt like I was at That's Disneyland awesome. because I had never been to an official con where there were so many people you didn't know them because you go to local cons and they all yeah. know who you are. And it's like, Oh, Hey, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not Allie. I'm, you I'm know, Deadpool again, damn I'm it. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm Deadpool. And then Wade Wilson. and just side note, everyone kept calling me lady Deadpool. I didn't uh, have a, I didn't have a blonde ponytail. I have anything that indicated uh, I was lady Deadpool. The only thing I had was yeah. boobs. Oh, and I was like, no guys, I'm, I'm just, no. Yeah, I'm just like, no, I'm just regular Deadpool. I mean, it's not the best costume out there, but it's like, I'm sure if I were to go around and tell people, oh, I'm Lady Deadpool, they'd be like, then where's your blonde hair? You can't like, win. So you, you can't you win. You just can't win. <laughs> you're either gender bending well, incorrectly you or your cosplay is not True. good enough to pull off what you're trying to pull off. You, you can't just win. You can't exactly. win with these individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily, that's all in theory. Usually I haven't really come across any gatekeepers yeah. quite yet. Um because there's a lot of opportunity for creative expression and cosplay, especially with warping a character to what you want it to be. It can yeah. be anything. I saw so many characters. It's like they're iconic, but at a certain point, I'm just like, they, this could be someone from Outcry or whatever, like yeah. Fortnite, or it could be an actual character or that someone just flipped around and, and made their own. Because so many characters, it's, you know, you can only create the same character uh, like so many times before the color scheme gets repeated yeah. you know we always reference this former guest of ours he says cosplay is your fan art true <laughs> true and, and like ever, it's changed yeah. the game oh man my yeah. dante just said a comment he's like nope you're lady deadpool kind of like him when he cosplays cable people just say he's bishop yeah like they don't get oh, the x-men right <laughs> You're you're oh, whoever God. they think you oh. are, not who you set out to cosplay. Oh. Well, luckily I do not know Dante, yeah. so that opinion no. does not hold no, much he's, water. He's great. He's saying that people mistake his cosplay as well, and it's they're convinced they're right, yeah. even though you built it. You know oh, what yeah. you put, mm -hmm. and 
Yeah. <laughs> Probably because you know I'm black. <laughs> and a, a simple mistake is fine. Yes. I mean, I've certainly done it. I'm like, oh, you're this character. And like, no, I'm not. Have and you gotten the Spider-Man as Deadpool I'm just like, yet? oh. Oh, no. man. My wife was in a Lego no, Deadpool No, because, suit, again. And this lady was like, yeah. look, it's Spider-Man. That was a mom. <laughs> it was, to- it was totally that was a mom who never heard of. That was a mom who never heard of it Deadpool. Because was... that's, that's so much for a mom to know, especially at the time. Because Deadpool, before that, yeah. was a comic book. And he wasn't like Spider-Man where they've made 18 movies with three yeah. different actors, you yeah. know? So it's it's not like Deadpool was an established actor like, you know, the Green Lantern or the Fantastic Four where they've been done over and over again. So it's he was... That was another thing I think that made it appealing was that he was this character, who, which was Ryan Reynolds, witty, funny, and he was introduced into yeah. the world. You know, he was... He was, it was fresh when X Men the X Men universe needed something fresh, and the yeah. fact that a leak made yeah, it and happen he... is even more Chef's kiss. Yeah, oh, it, right. it was an internet leak, that. and people were like, "Where the fuck is this movie? I need that movie!" And then it was the largest grossing yeah, that's right. rated R movie. It beat Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. I remember he tweeted, "Take that, Jesus!" <laughs> 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 Again, being witty. Yet charming, not disrespectful, not rude, witty and charming. He does that so well. Um, So WonderCon, amazing con. I've heard nothing but great things about it. But you did mention, yeah, you did mention LA Comic Con. So how did that one go this past weekend? Because we were invited. Trey and I got invited. Press passes, full red carpet. Oh yeah, yeah, we got press access to LA Comic Con, but we weren't able to to get. Excuse me to get out there. Unfortunately, they they Why? my my wallet said no. <laughs> I didn't want to out you like but that. But you have to buy. I mean, you have to buy the. I didn't want to out so. you like no. that, man. But yeah, yeah, no budgetary constraints. Look, we we all have things we got to take care of. Sometimes just I mean, you've gone to so many. Yeah. I mean, what's one? You know? Yeah, it would have yeah. been like your eighth one I mean, this year, Trey. So you're being greedy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just. It's one. Right. And and you go to so many that, I mean, I can't go to because it's far for me. So, I mean, for you to go from Texas to California, I mean, that's quite a trek. So I'm always up for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's no easy. That's no easy uh, yeah. travel. I mean, for me to go there, it takes, you know, I'm, I live in California. So it was mm-hmm. right there. I mean, not right there. But Fair enough. Yeah. When you live in California. Anyone who lives in California, if it says the word C, if it has the initial C-A after it, you're like, let's go because it's here. Even though legitimately it's probably like up north, Oregon, down south, Mexico. So, I mean, it's, it's might as well not even the same state, but because it's within the confines of California, everyone's like, we could get there in a day. uh, (laughs) Imagine Dragons is going to be in San Francisco and I live in San Diego. Short oh, perfect. Drive. Let's go today. Let's make a day trip out yeah. of it. Texas is very much Just, the same. We go to cons in Dallas and that's about four or five yeah. hours away. You can drive eight hours yeah. straight and still be in Texas. So we definitely, oh, exactly. yeah, same for we California. definitely know, know that vibe and you just make a day out of it. You go, you stay for the weekend yeah. and you, yeah. And what's even better is, you know, some, most of the time, if you live in California, you're, 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 you're so, you know, you find someone who lives in that general vicinity and you're like, hey, I'll be down there for the weekend. Do you mind if I just crash with you for a couple of days? 
and it really helps. I'm glad you costs. said that. So I mean, because I um, we're yeah. coming to California and we needed somewhere to stay. So <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. my bed, I didn't want to throw it out there, but if you're comfortable with me and Trey just kind of booting we're gonna the couch, to, like Starface style. With us yes. We were going to make you a Dan yeah, Brazilian we'll and buddies. you were going to just be holding us both <laughs> and keeping us safe. Yeah, we'll be uh, from the scary California Yeah, we'll outdoors. be three musketeers. <laughs> no, so we've been trying really hard to get out of state, go to new cons yeah. we haven't gone to before. So it was it, it stinged a little bit because we, we really wanted to go, especially getting the yeah, invite and everything. They were super and sweet. It was a but, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That they invited you. I mean, I'm not an established cosplayer, so that's not a thing that's on my horizon is to just be invited. Well, I wish I wish Trey had um, told me you were in the area. Had we known sooner when we weren't able to make it, I was like, would she be like down to be a correspondent and we can like get her a press pass and get her into like shows oh, on the West Coast? That would Again, peak peak communication. Yeah, Trey is but you know really what, good at getting the message to you. Yeah. Right. But you know what? I bought the tickets nah. so long ago. I bought the early bird passes. I bought them months ago. So it's not even a thing. It's like, even if you did get it, I, I did the like Klarna or oh, whatever. You pay like $24 every month or something. That is addicting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could have, I could have shot it all yeah. in one go, but I was like, well, do that to yourself. <laughs> it would just make, it would make, it would be like nicer to see it on my bank, like, my transcript or whatever, yes. my bank statement, if it was just like, oh, I got paid and then I did it and then I got paid and then I did it. It would just like, in my conscience, it would make yeah, me feel then you, You're sure you have gas money as opposed to rolling the dice. <laughs> I mean, I I try to be pretty good at saving my money. Uh, so honestly, that's that's never a really a stress for so me. That's so awesome to hear. <laughs> because I, I keep... I keep my bank account pretty Same. loaded. I, actually, it was COVID that got me in that habit. I'm rich. But yeah, I <laughs> I keep mine fairly stacked now. Yeah. Good, yeah. good to know I, I'm, I mean, I'm amongst course... fellow wealthy individuals. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm being facetious. Yes. But I mean, it all boils down to being cheap versus yes. being frivolous. And I think it's frivolous. It's like being frivolous, if I'm using the word correctly, it's not buying things that you don't need. Um, but being cheap is not spending money on the things that you do need. So if you need good medication, if you need a good pair of glasses, like prescription seeing glasses, like take me for instance, you know, I should have gone to a good place instead of Stanton optical <laughs> shout out. Not sponsored. That no, that was a cheap move yeah. for me. I mean, it wasn't cheap necessarily, but yeah. it was quick. And I was having headaches at the time. And I was like, I need a pair of glasses ASAP. So yeah. they were able to get me, but then I got a yeah. crap. You got what you got. So, you know, you, you yeah. get what you pay for. And that's what being frivolous mm -hmm. is all about. It's not spending money on things that you don't need yeah. all the time. You know, just spend yeah. within your means. I mean, even if you don't need it, just spend within so your you means. So you spent your money you know? on your LA it, Comic Con ticket. Was it worth your money? How, it's how worth did it? you enjoy the, yeah. the show? If I were to do it again, I might only buy a Saturday pass. And I might I just buying a three-day pass. It's just the Friday was so uneventful. Nothing mm. happened. Saturday's always the day. Oh, yeah. Doors opened at 4 p.m. I don't know why cons keep doing I, that. I didn't, 
Why do you have a Friday when it's like from four to seven or four to nine? And like, we're not getting off work wanting to get ready and go do that. You're not going to get super. Yeah. I mean, I gave myself a day to get there. Yeah. You're not. And that's what happened. I mean, I saw like 1% of people even dressed up and mine was very casual. I was Wendy Corduroy from Gravity Falls. It was super just like put on the, the worst part was the wig because it gave me a headache because I've got a a large head. So (laughs) it was squeezing my head. Same. Yeah. It was, I was, you know, I was like a squeezed little grape inside of that thing. So by the end of it, I had a big headache. And it's I was the best like, feeling in the world, taking the week off. Oh, man. The day. Seeing Trey take off his I prosthetics. Mean, I'm always like, he's like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm like, whoa, you all right, bro? I can breathe now. I can speak now. <laughs> it looks so satisfying and yeah. disturbing at the same um, time. But to circle back to the question, I might have only mm-hmm. bought the first, the, the Saturday. Um, but you know what, though? I had a great day on Sunday, which isn't super common at conventions. Usually the the big yeah. day is Saturday. That's when all the guests are coming. That's when all the people bring their their A game and cosplay. That's it's like even if they don't, I mean, the majority of people dress up regardless of the of the quality or how much time or yeah. whatever. I mean, at least they're dressed up, and you're not walking around in a costume being the only one. How out were the there. cosplays in, <laughs> and, um, on Saturday? How did you how did you like all on, the cosplays? It was a pretty low bar to start with. So, I mean, if you're going from nothing to any yeah. cosplay, I mean, it's going to be an amazing. So, I mean, it was great. <laughs> um, Friday, I went. Nobody really even knew. I mean, some people mm-hmm. knew who I was. But I think I was kind of standoffish with my energy because most of the booths just were not interested in being there yeah. at the time. Like, no one had that energy. I got a, a Mai Tai from... <laughs> yeah, I got a Mai Tai from this little drink thing. If you've ever gone to LA Comic Con, there's like two little stands right next to the cafe in I think the South hall or the West hall. And I was like, hi, you know, what, what are these drinks? And she's just on her phone playing music, doing whatever she wanted, just chilling. And I was just like, look, when I'm at my job, I got to be there. You know? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> at least drink. just, at least just don't even, you don't even have to sell it. You could be like, this is shit, but this is what it is. Just That's all I wanted to know because I've never, it was a margarita. It was a margarita in a can. I've oh, never wow. seen a margarita <laughs> in a can before. Who's, who puts a margarita to, in a can? Welcome to the future. And it was like, and it was, and it said tequila margarita. I'm like, that's very vague. I mean, what else yeah. is going to be in there? You know, and like, what what makes this a margarita? Is this just tequila? What is this? What is it? And so I I got a mai tai in a can <laughs> after some light suggestions, and I just walked around with a stupid Mai Tai, and I'm like, this is what Wendy Corduroy would do if she was 24. <laughs> She'd walk around a convention with a, mai, with a Mai Tai inside of a can and just, like, nod at people and not really want to talk to anybody. So I was super not social. <laughs> on the first on the, day, on the but Friday. on Saturday. It took mm. some breaking in, because my expectations were super low. Um, Saturday was, was great. I loved Saturday. Um, I got to see, uh, there were people who took the main Mm -hmm. stage, but there were a lot of artists and booths there as well. Um, which I appreciate about this con that they didn't make all the autographs exclusive. Whereas I felt like last year when I went to LA comic con, the autographs were very exclusive. Um, like they wouldn't let you in unless you for sure had a pass to go get an autograph from Tom Kenny or, 
or whoever was there. Um, like you're not even allowed to breathe the same air Benedict, because you don't got to pass. Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong is amazing. That happened to me actually. Mm -hmm. um, last year, Ron Perlman, the, the original yes. Hellboy, and 18 other things because I'm IMDb in my brain. I could tell you whatever else he's in. Um, <laughs> the quest for fire he, uh, guy. Uh, he was death in book of life. He was the teacher in Danny phantom. He's done some voice acting. So, uh, but, it, but regardless, he was there and he just, he didn't really want to be there. It was just like, it felt like this was kind of beneath him. Like he felt like he was reaching the oh, end of his career, like the end of his I've rope. I've had celebs do that. You know, he had Red that Ranger. Yeah. He had that energy. Yeah. They had that energy of like, God, I can't believe this is what I'm reduced to yeah. going to a con and signing autographs. I'm like, dog, these are the, with, where you do you realize what being famous is. It's a lot of people yeah. that know who you are. These are those these people, people buying a boat. Exactly. They're the yeah. reason you even these get a those shot at them. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. why you're famous because people know who yeah. you are. Benedict Wong was nothing like <laughs> um, that. I, I love oh, of him. course. He, he seemed so nice. Sweet. I I didn't meet him, but yeah. he was there. Um, no, yeah. it was just like it was this energy of just like. I mean, the pictures, pictures at LA Comic Con are so half-assed. They just you hand them your phone and they take a oh, picture so with your phone, gotcha. and they don't even get out from behind the table. They just oh go, behind they stay behind from behind oh. the table. That's, that's too much effort to stand up and. Oh yeah, table. no, the con we have here, the superhero con car show, they do table selfies, but they yeah. come around the table, they give you a little yeah. hug, they take the selfie, they make sure you're good with it. If you like it, yeah. if not, we can retake it. Yeah. Um, and of course, it depends on the celebrity. Better, ninety-five dollars. Yeah, it's it's it depends on the celebrity you're getting. They're but... not cheap. Elijah Wood was ninety-five dollars. That's yeah. Sean Astin. He That's was 85, affordable. which the is one, a little we insulting. Got, we got Anthony Mackie and Benedict Wong in a private meet and greet because the owner, oh. just as a gift to me and 10 friends, told me to find 10 friends. Um, he was going to let us go mm -hmm. to that. Like, yeah, like, do you have friends? 10 friends? I was like, fuck you, I got 10 friends. <laughs> I, was, I was figuring out yeah, a way to Yeah, that being, being, a, being friends with an uh, owner of a con has its perks. So we got to meet both Anthony Mackey and Benedict Wong in like a $400 private meet and greet with only 40 people. It was super exclusive. So we got to take photos, custom autographs. Wow. They were the nicest guys. They had none of that, oh, we're here energy. It was all like, hey, Benedict Wong was playing music in his little speaker. It was like, we're it's here. Like, yeah, energy. it was very much so like, we're here at. Let's have some fun. Had a, we had a blast. So, yeah. That comes down to the runners mm -hmm. of it, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes certain people, be it their status or whatever, whatever status level, A, B, C, D, list or celebrities, I mean, some just have the energy that they don't want to be there, and some will, like yeah. Tom Kenny, he was there. I stood in line for three hours to meet that guy, that angel from wow. heaven. And when I finally got there, my God, it was like he just sat down. Isn't it awesome you know? when, it was when like, they have that energy it, and you're uh, so anxious and it pays off? He is just, he is so sweet and he just smiles at everybody. And this thing I think about iconic voice actors, like the voice actor for yeah. Super Mario and the voice actor for, oh, Chris for SpongeBob, Pratt? is that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Um, 
I they just get stuck in this loop where they've been doing the same voice for so long that I think it just happens like without them knowing. I think it's just instinct mm-hmm. at this point. When the, when he does the laugh, he he would just do that laugh all the time. Awesome. Um, he would do it for. People and it's like when I met him, it was just so great. And I'm sorry I keep touching on last year, but you know, you have fond <clears> memories <throat> of it. And he and was just you do. That's what cons yeah. are supposed to to do is convey those magical moments where you're like, man, remember that year we met so and so. I'm glad yeah. we've had we've been fortunate enough to get so many different people. I met Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Like I said, Benedict Wong, Jason Momoa, mm. Ben Affleck was our first year at that con that we got to meet. Yeah. Really? Jason? He, Jason Momoa I met like him a twice. Cool guy? Both of the times he was amazing. Not only did we get the photo shoot, he uh You gotta wonder wow. though, like did the get did the case of Guinness help? Uh with that, yes, though? he does have Guinness on tap at the con. <laughs> like the staff is taking him twelve packs of Guinness regularly. So he is drinking, he's loving it, he's feeling good. Our um, our former yeah. co-host, one of the creators of the sh- podcast with me, we were in line and we get in his little photo tent and he's like, uh, oh, she was like dressed like a Dothraki warrior in cosplay. And she was like low cut, really, oh. really seductive. And he just he's like, oh, mm. wow, kind of grabs her, pulls oh. her in tight oh. and then gr- growls the in up. her ear for the photo <laughs> I'm not even a Jason I Momoa slipped, girl, but I shit. slipped when it was my turn because that it was yeah her face and the photo came out. Did like, he also mm. pull you in? I was like, I want. Here's Did the he beauty also- of it. I told him I want one of those photos. He's like, Oh, you can get one, big guy. Mm-hmm. Get in here. And he he had this awesome fun energy. <laughs> and he, he pulled oh, you in he and growled in your ear. Growled in my <laughs> ear, and I was I was laughing. He, it right. was awesome. It was a cool bro moment. He he was just. <laughs> so cool then we got to meet him oh, again yeah, sure. yeah 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 don't ask me where my hand was in the photo <laughs> mm-hmm. but <laughs> but we meet him again the next year to, you know exactly know where. <laughs> where it was warm and it was supple it was mm-hmm. nestled right in his back pocket mm. but we meet him the next year he's even his, he's even cooler pocket. the next year because it's the what did he remember he you? did not remember me but it was like he had met oh. hundreds hundreds of people the cool thing though was we it was the marines birthday True. It was the Marines have their birthday in yeah. November. The event was on the birthday of the Marines. We had one of our friends who's a mm. cosplayer, cosplaying Superman, and he's he's a Marine. And he's like, yo, you think oh, we could get Jason wow, Momoa to like shoot a happy birthday message for the Marines to kind of tell? Yeah. And his And if he doesn't, then he hits Pretty much. Exactly. And they pitched win, it win. to him yeah. and he was like, Yeah, man, of course. So he 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 was super humble. He hugged the Superman guy. He did the video with him and he's like wished all Aww. the Marines a happy birthday, gave my friend a big smack on the chest and afterwards thanked him for his service and was just a super cool guy. And he Aww. was about to be on stage. Like his panel was up and he was like, hold on, this is yeah. important. I want to do this. And then he went on to go do his panel. Mm. So yes, if you get a chance to meet Jason wow. Momoa, he's worth See, you get all the cool celebrity interactions. I get all. Oh the man, ones. Trey, do you have some stories about your celeb interactions? Your faces, Dolph Lundgren. We can talk about that. Later yeah, now. we'll talk about it later. We don't oh want to clog God. up the show. But ask Trey about no, meeting Dolph no. Lundgren. It's, it, it's. Oh. <laughs> no, the best one. No, the best one's Zachary. Lundgren. Oh. About that one uh, 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 oh. Yeah, he yeah. totally froze. So Tangled. did you? 
So you met um, you met some voice actors. Did you do any panels or anything like that? Did I like you mean? Mm -hmm. Did I attend them? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I attended some panels. I attended the main panel with William Shatner. Oh, how was that? Yes. Um, that. Oh my God! It's like he is so well spoken and he is so intelligent and passionate. And he's ninety two, mm. and he doesn't look ninety two no. at all. He he moves like a young man. He speaks like a young man. He has the agility with his speech of a young man. You wouldn't even think that this is a man his age. And he he started off pretty light, but then he got into really serious issues about uh I won't use a buzzword here because I don't know what your comments look like on Twitch, but basically escalating heat. Um <laughs> extreme heat, rising yeah. uh rising temperatures. And he's very, very passionate about that. And um Or people need to be. It's December and it's eighty yeah, degrees outside. Well, not no. here. Well, at least you're not on <laughs> fire currently. Yeah. Because California has yeah. been the past few years True. just on fire. Like the whole thing. True. Yeah, you know, we call yeah. it fire season. It's, it's got a season. That's, oh. that's Texas year round. I think we have two months of winter. We call it And fire then the season. rest is summer. We don't get any other season in Texas. It's snowed in Texas oh, once. Yeah, and, and we paid the okay. price. The yeah, we populace. paid the price. Hundreds of people died in their homes because we yeah. couldn't keep the power on. It was bad. It was, we were not prepared. It was like, oh, yeah. you thought you could just break the climate and that was, we were going to be all right. That was, yeah. We're going to be good. That's not how it works. So, uh, so yeah, just circling mm -hmm. back to William Shatner, he was just, he's, he's got a few things coming out actually. He's got a documentary called Just Call Me Bill. I believe that's mm -hmm. what it's called. He's got a song, which is like a slam poetry reading called um, So Fragile, So Blue, which sort of recounts his experience going up into space. Because he went into space yes. for real. Okay. Uh, if anyone remembers that, he went up yes. into space for real. And he said that when he looked out into the darkness, he saw nothing. And you expect to see twinkling lights, galaxies. It was, it's just black, just blackness. He's like, I saw death. He's like, and then I looked around and I saw Earth and I saw life. And I saw what we were doing to the planet. And he just went on this, um, I don't want to say rant, but he went on this large speech that he just gave 100% in every answer that a, that a guest asked, that a, that a con goer asked. And he just took everything so seriously. And he's, he's so much more than I ever thought he was. And it, it brought tears to my eyes. And it, he's just, he's a beautiful man. He's just well, super well-spoken. And it, he really is like, kind of like Captain Kirk or what mm. I imagine Captain Kirk was like, I, you know, it's he's a leader and he's just so profoundly amazed with the world around him just in a way that captain kurt might be and i was blown away by him he's just a magnificent person so i was i just felt super blessed to be able to hear him speak if anyone if if that con is recorded anywhere you should listen to it it's just beautiful he's he's so remark he's remarkable and it was such a blessing to hear him like at all um, there were other con there were other panels mm -hmm. as well on the main stage. I I didn't really attend many of those, but there were like some panels here and there, like on the side. But what promised to be educational was more of just a discussion. So there would be things like, "Hey guys, this is this is a panel on making comics. This is what you need to do. This is how you get started." And the whole time they're just talking about 
uh, remember oh, when I made a comic? <laughs> it's like... It became self-aggrandizing. Yes. Yeah. How did you do really that? Really quick. Like, you came here for the I, sauce, like, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's a Not your point. recipes you've already made. Yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's like, yeah, but... Um, yeah, and you mentioned that, too. Like, when you... How did you get started? I'm like, look, that's great. And if I came here to hear that, I'd love to hear that. But I want to know how big to make each square in my comic book panel. I want to know when to use the right inflections, when to use sound effects, what sound effects to use, who should I go to publishing, like, what do I do? Get me some nitty and some gritty, goddammit. I need them both. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the the panels were just conversations, which isn't that crazy. I mean, they're panels. But a lot of the ones that promised that were advice things that were like, Oh, we're gonna give you this is resources. There's a short film one I went to. Yeah, pretty much. It and it's like I went to one for mm-hmm. making indie films on a budget, and I was like, "That's super helpful." And that one was actually great because what they did was they gave you this is the softwares you should use. This is the computers that are good. This is how we got our start. Let's talk about crowdfunding. Let's talk about raising a budget. How do you treat your actors? What should you do as a director? Um, how do you know where to go, where to film? And it was super informative and super helpful. So I, if only all of them were like that, unfortunately, you know, everybody's different. So they're not always going to be like that. But I mean, that one, that, that's probably the biggest takeaway of a panel that I got. Uh, I, I took notes. I got links. That's I got references. Awesome. It was great. It's a great place to make connections, especially Times if you're a creator. Great networking if you want to go to... For sure. I mean, not only with just other creators, but I mean, sometimes there are people who are there with their own uh, booths and they're like, hey, um, I'm a voice actor. I'm this person. You're a really nice person. You're a really great person. And I want to continue this conversation. And then, you know, they're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I make comics. I am an actor. I am a voice actor. Here's my stuff. And they're like, really? Wow, that's pretty good. Maybe, Maybe you should do this thing here. And it's it's a really great place to form connections. It's a really great place to talk to people. And that's what I did. I made a lot of connections. Awesome. It's it's great for any creator. I recommend A that you mm-hmm. create things before you go there. <laughs> um but so that you have something to show people because if I hadn't have made my comic book covers, then I'd be like take Trust my word me, for I'm it. good, bro. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm I got I got it. Um, you know I'm a pretty big deal <laughs> here. I'm a stun actor. <laughs> no, I yeah. think that's great advice. Yeah. I and mean, I'm glad that you were able to get some value from the con as well as have that great insight mm-hmm. into William Shatner and his views. And I, yeah, I, I assume seeing the planet from outside looking in yeah. really adds perspective to the fact that we have one yeah. of these. Well, that's yeah. it. There's, yeah. And he also said it was blue and beige. So it's like no longer mm. green. That's not it's good. like not it's not our little blue our, and green uh, you put on comic strips or you put on t-shirts it's not like blue and green he said it was a lot of beige mm. so that was that was very uh yeah. enlightening you know yeah we're cooking we took the, the most beautiful yeah. color of our planet and just broke it way to go way to go humans well that's a good segue actually well, into our next topic and i want to get your perspective on this mm. This week, it seems, has been the week of humans are done. Artificial intelligence is here, 
And maybe they can figure mm. out a solution. Maybe I could go into chat GPT and say, how do we solve climate change? Because that thing can do anything. Yeah. There's Lenza mm. making everybody's mm. face picture perfect and making them mm. into whatever character that they want to be. Uh, fantasy, post-apocalyptic. Right. I know you've seen the profile pictures. You've seen people sharing mm. it on TikTok, on Instagram. The Lenza mm-hmm. AI stuff is everywhere. Yeah. But chat GPT also mm-hmm. went live. And you can generate art with Dolly. You can concept art, mm-hmm. character art. You put in a couple prompts mm-hmm. and bam, you get something that is in the style of your favorite artist. You want an oil painting, you tell it to oil paint. You want it to be a, a Banksy style, it'll mm-hmm. give you something Banksy. Like AI, yeah, AI oh. is insane with what it's creating now. I'm talking full term papers. This thing can write code in any language. With just prompts, yeah, no, wow. it, it's insane and and dangerous. And it's wow. it's dangerous, and artists are kind of divided on it. They're yeah, some are saying, it. "Well, yeah. now you don't need a copywriter, or now you don't need an artist. You can just type in some prompts mm-hmm. in the style of, and bam, you get something that looks like that artist's work because it literally goes and mines all their work, and then kind of amalgamates mm-hmm. what you're looking for based off your prompts. So. Other artists are saying, hey, this is going to speed up my workflow. Sometimes I I have an idea, but I want to see some examples Mm -hmm. instead of having to sketch them all out. I can just, boom, generate these ideas. That'll get my wheels turning. Uh Then I go to work. Mm -hmm. So how how do you feel about having something that powerful as a tool as an artist? Do you think that would be a tool that you would use or is it like going to take work Mm -hmm. from you? I think I think a little of both. Because um, corporations are not shy to take the nope. easy way out when it comes to making art and making something with soul, <laughs> which is something that they don't have. So <laughs> um, I have seen a lot of division, especially I actually was looking through comment sections today, and there's a, it's a lot more heated than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, I think I think if you're just like fucking around and you're just like, oh, I I want to see my selfie looks like an an anime character i think that's fun i love doing that i've been addicted to that app my two or me my two mm-hmm. i think that shit is so fun i got i got a ton of selfies i'm like whoa look but i'm not passing it off being like i made this this is my art and i'm not you know i'm not advertising i'm not displaying it like it's something that mm-hmm. i created it's just like look i use this app and it's cute because we've been using apps to modify our looks for years. It's nothing new. You know, we, artificial intelligence is, is nothing that's been just created in 2022. It's been a thing for a few years now. So, I mean, I mean, we had, t- we had TikTok filters on this before where it was like, last selfie on earth. And I was like, whoa, guys, check it out. And that was fine. No one said anything about that. But because now they're calling it AI art, everyone's freaking out and they're like, no, which I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm also kind of divided on it because being an artist, I know that it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time to make, to make art. But then also with different AI generators, like I have an idea for a movie and, and it's a live action movie that I have an idea for. And I've made concept art for it, but it's not exactly what I see. So sometimes when you want something photorealistic and you can type that into an AI and you're like, Oh, that's what I see in my brain. That is a little more helpful. It's at least to me. And I've used it a couple times, 
but I mean, for me, for my uses of it, it's been strictly curiosity. I think, I think it's, it's a testament to what we've created. I mean, with, with AI technology, but also, yeah, I mean, the thing with commissioning someone is that usually people will commission for personal things. They'll, I mean, at least normal people did day to day that aren't part of large yeah. corporations, you know, like, I don't know, Jack in the box or whatever. <clears throat> when they want something like, Oh, this is my dog and he's got a birthmark on his eye or he's got a birthmark on his arm. And I want us sitting together like this. And it's like, you can show them the picture and it's, you can get exactly what you want. Whereas AI, you can get something close, but ultimately, especially if you're an artist, if you want to see what's exactly, exactly in your head, then you draw it. And that's where I think the difference is between art and AI art. Whereas art, AI art can give you a general idea of what you want, but you can talk to a person and a person's not going to glitch out and be like, uh, here's an orange peel. Here's, you know, here's the a person six fingers. With, yeah, yeah exactly. it is also proof that, that hands are with... just fucking hard to draw. Because if if supercomputers <laughs> can't get it right, like it's mm -hmm. there's no hope for the rest yeah. of us. There's no hope unless you're. Well, it's that's that's a thing too. It's I've I've commissioned uh, dancing scenes for different uh, concept art scenes that I have, and it just can't really compute a face very well, especially on on such a specific yeah. scale. So maybe in like the near future of like twenty years or 10 years, maybe it will advance more so it can be more specific. But I think for the time being, it's just, it's not, it's not specific enough to what's, what some people want. And, and there sometimes is an art style that hasn't been created yet. So the AI can't use that technology and it can't use that information to create more yes. because as generations go on, there are more art styles that are going to be created. So, I mean, yeah, it might, it might take it once it uses it and just use that information. But ultimately I, I think I've heard some things that like people are calling themselves AI artists. And it's just like to, I think to be an artist, you are creating something out of yeah. nothing and you are creating it. And it could be any form of media that is an art, but you are creating something that didn't exist before you thought of it or before you put your hand to something and made it exist. I think that's what art is. I think it could be anything. It could be clothing. It could be, I mean, even if it, if, even if it's been mimicked, it's never going to be exactly what you yeah. make. It's never your, what you make is going to be exactly unique to you. That. Yeah, just like you said, you're going to well, see the artist's soul, their mind, their eye, everything in their artwork. Yeah. So I think definitely, depending on the people who use it for that, if I don't think people should not hire artists for professional work. But I think, like I said, if you want to just fuck around and be like, what would Morticia look like if she was blonde? You know, it's like, it's just such little stuff that just satisfies your own curiosity <laughs> It's like, I don't know yeah. how to draw that. And I don't know how to blah, blah, blah. So this is just a quick thing that satis I think if it's just satisfying your curiosity, I yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, I think I it's cool. But I'm not going to waltz around and be like, I made this. <laughs> I think it's akin to <laughs> be like, the way it was when the internet first started. Like people were worried that yeah. this was going to ruin industries and 
destroy everything when really people just use it as a tool and most people use it to fuck around and create memes and viral videos. So mm -hmm. I think AI is going to be no different. They're going to create AI generated memes or they're going to mash up shit together. And that's going to be the majority of the use yeah. is literally, like you said, just fucking around and seeing, I wonder what you'd look like with an extra leg. Yeah. So I, mm -hmm. I, I think that's a very good take on it. And yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. But now we can kind of transition from that into real art, I guess, again, with Trey told me that they dropped a Super Mario trailer, a second one. I believe that was last the, week. The first one was yeah. so well received. Yeah. <laughs> so we got our first look at uh, Peach and <laughs> Luigi, Luigi, too. Oh, yeah. And then there was yeah. a little Mario Kart reference, which I'm super excited about. Really? I don't think I've seen the second trailer, all of it. I, I know Charlie Day mm -hmm. voices Luigi, though. Oh, yes. Which... Which I love Charlie Day, but that's again a really weird choice. I think it's. I mean, I was very hesitant with the first trailer, even with Chris Pratt. But even the second trailer, though, like I think it's going to be a hit. And you know what? The animation just trumps the voice acting. I think. And I, I think say, if it was. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I think if it was shitty, I think if the animation was shitty, then oh, I think the voice acting would be really oh, yeah. roasted. But because it's so nice, I it's it looks so great. It's unlike any other Mario content I've seen. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess the Luigi thing isn't too far off. I think it would be really off if they just used normal Luigi and then they just kept Mario as Chris <laughs> yeah, Pratt. Yeah, that would not make sense. <laughs> that would be off. That would. That would be weird. So I guess it, in the in this universe, it does yeah. make sense. I think Jack Black is going to carry that whole film, though. He's going to be, he's going to steal oh, the show. Oh, yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about like it. Like Jim Carrey and there's, the Sonic There's movie. no doubt oh, yeah. about it. Exactly. Jim Carrey and Sonic oh, yeah. is phenomenal. The Id Idris Elba, oh, yeah. his comedic timing, oh. God's here. God's here. Yeah. Took a serious character and, and made him funny. He's, he's just vacant enough in his voice acting to yes. be Knuckles, yeah. I think. I, I think He's he's just stonewall enough to be it Knuckles. It was so good. That whole film and that whole franchise so far has been just nailing it. So I hope they keep up with that consistency in doing that. But also, speaking of uh, franchises, Trey, you wanted to speak a little bit about Willow. Oh, and uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna find a soapbox for you because I know you got some words. Okay, um, I'll, I'm gonna well, keep it short and sweet, yours, sir. And I'm going to try not to sound like a cranky old timer. I'm going to really try. I, I'm such a huge fan of the 1988 film. Like, I love that. That was one of my favorite fantasy films growing up. And they came out with this new show. Very excited about seeing the images, seeing the cast that they brought back for it. And then when they released the first two episodes, it, it still didn't sell me. I liked it a lot. But I could definitely tell they're mm -hmm. definitely pushing this towards a younger audience. And that's great. Mm -hmm. But then with this last episode, like it just solidified it for me. It's like, yeah, this this is not for me. I like these characters mm. still, but this show's not for me. And what mainly sold it for me was the, the song choices they use for like the end credits and the beginning credits. I was like, this doesn't fit, in my opinion, for like a fantasy mm. film or a fantasy series. Mm. Did they have bangers? Is that what it was? They had a couple bangers in there and you're like, no, <laughs> this is too boppy. They had this, like, yeah, this, too they had this cool scene cool scene i'm trying mm -hmm. to do not spoilers but like where willow our hero is like going towards this like huge dark brooding castle and they start playing like heavy metal enter sandman <laughs> by metallica and i'm just like i love that song i love willow i would have never put those two it doesn't together. sound like it goes that, 
Forgive me. What is Willow? Willow you are is, not alone, um, Abby. Are you familiar you are with not alone. Davis? <laughs> yeah, you didn't clear anything up. I didn't clear anything up? Okay. Um, he was the leprechaun. Um, he was Professor Flitwick in the Harry Potter series. Oh. Yeah, he's okay. a star. But yeah, it was oh, like so a, Harry a star Potter of thing. a very old, it, old kind of, 80s movie. Is it 80s? A lot of... Yeah, it was the 80s. Wow, time. Um, a lot of people wow. joke like Peter Jackson wouldn't be able to do Lord of the Rings without Willow. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's a bit of a stretch. But... stretch. Without Willow? That was a book series. Yes. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Lord of the Rings was a yeah, book exactly. series. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and it had an <laughs> animated series to go off of also. No, exactly. And great well, an art from Alan Lee to it. just concept. So It's worth a watch. I will say that. The movie's worth a watch. The show, I'll... I'm going to leave that to the youngins. Yeah, I'm like, I know scattered knowledge about most things, um, but I don't I haven't indulged in literally no everything. <laughs> I know it's, I know it's seems There's crazy. There's people on earth that have seen um, Willow, I was, so you're not alone. Don't worry. <laughs> and, and, and Trey, Trey is one, one of them. them. Yeah, I, I have no life, so I watch a lot of TV and movies. So he is yeah. always our like obscure I, I guy. Like it's always Trey when it's like, yeah. Trey, what's that thing from the, the 80s that it's a movie with the kid from Karate Kid and he'll like, oh, I got, I got it. it. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, that, that was the Usually, outside. I mean, that's me too, yeah. usually. This is this even obscure Yeah, there's just you. like certain things like that just was not in my perimeter. Yeah. Like like Harry Potter, you know? Like I was one of those kids that my mom was like, it's witchcraft, so I wasn't allowed oh, to watch she it. she saved you from it. But she made... I mean, I'm not like a Harry Potter adult now, so I'm yeah, like pretty cool with it. that makes you stable. It. Um, <laughs> I think that's okay. I mean, I've watched them yeah. now. I've seen them now. I think I watched them when I was maybe yeah. like 18 yeah. or 19. But it was just like, it, it hits a lot harder, I think, yeah. when you're a kid. And when it's really, uh, I think it, it hits a lot harder when it's Trey were fighting about before the show. I was like, dude, you liked it because you were a kid. Trust me, my kids even thought it was lame. Well, even, <laughs> no, saying that, yeah. I get your point. I really do. But to me, if you're, like a fan, Potter, like if you're a fan of fantasy in general, just the fantasy genre, mm -hmm. you need to watch this movie. And then at that time, there were a lot of effects, like me as a filmmaking fan, like there's a lot of effects that they did in that film that were ahead of mm -hmm. its time that really just brought mm -hmm. the magic to the life of these characters. So it's I, worth it. Are you talking about Willow or Harry and, Potter? Because we were shooting again, on Harry Potter. Willow. Willow. Oh, we're talking <laughs> about Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. I'm sorry. Um, that will fall on deaf ears. I love <laughs> He's Harry a Harry Potter, Potter adult. All, yeah. He is the adult you just yes. described. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, I'm not like gonna name my kid Voldemort. No, I'm not gonna Trey, name my Trey kid. calls us like, muggles behind our back. Albus. Like, he. No, 100%. <laughs> That's okay. I am a muggle. I'm a muggle through, through and through. Oh, man. It's a shame, but no, I am. It's not a shame. You're an amazing. Uh, I'm not magical. I I'm a, lies. I'm not I'm buying afraid. it. No, I can't look at your art and say you're not magical. That's some bullshit. I'm calling it. I'm yeah. pulling the BS card right out of my pocket here. Flag on the play. Sure. I mean, maybe I just want you to think I'm a muggle. I mean, obviously, I can't just tell oh, you I'm a shit, wizard. Right? That would be some. I mean, that goes against. That can't just be public knowledge. You'd be harassed constantly. <laughs> the FBI would be at your door. I know. You don't. Not. People call me up at the mall. I gotta sign autographs. Yeah, it's that, a whole then you'll be thing. like Ron Perlman. You'll just be like, oh, "Why am I here? <laughs> am I so here? beneath me." Ugh. <laughs> And so it's a shame too because I I loved him in oh, Hellboy, he's but you know what? I think that just to just as a side note, I think that bitterness did come from the fact that he wanted a third one really bad, and they were like, "You're old." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and we're going to get David Harbour and just remake yeah. them. So I understand where that bitterness comes from. Yeah. I do. Um, but I follow him on Twitter for so long and he's one of those like boomers that just like, or like Gen X or Gen, what yep. is he? Gen X. It's like, he just rants on political. He just writes in all caps, <laughs> political issues. And I'm like, I just like, I like you because you're, you're yes. a Hellboy. Like why? Let's yeah. talk about Hellboy. Sure. Let's talk BTS about behind the scenes. Yeah. You're, yeah, answer some questions. Like, why does it have to be so aggressive? Why does it have to be so scary? Just, just be fun. He goes full you know? sons of anarchy and, on his Twitter. And I, <laughs> oh, he he cusses like a he cusses yeah, like a sailor. He does. And to be fair, I mean, it's not uncommon, but it's like, I don't know. It's one of those like, don't meet your heroes, kids. Yeah, like one of those. Yeah, we've. You're just like, I like Hellboy. Let's keep yeah. it that way. We've had we've had a you couple know? of those. Guillermo del Toro seems oh, nice though. I, I imagine he's like the sweetest chubby man. He just looks like a. I've DM'd oh, him one time. Did you? I used to run a, I used to run a Hellboy three account on Twitter to promo the movie to like really be like, Get hey guys, going. Hellboy three, and he followed me and Ron Perlman followed me and I I like sent a picture of a Funko Pop of Guillermo del Toro to Guillermo <laughs> del Toro and he was like, I was like, this is how you know you made it and he was like, wow, so nice. Oh. <laughs> So That's cool. So sweet. Oh. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait to see his um Pinocchio comes out tomorrow. His new yeah, stop so motion comes film. out on, on oh, streaming right. services tomorrow. So that's definitely one I'm gonna watch. Why do they keep trying to do Pinocchio? It's public IP. Why, it's why public domain. Yeah, so you could IP. you could make a Pinocchio oh. film. Let's get in on it. I am. It's I'm AI doing it generated. Right <laughs> 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 yeah, it's public domain. Yeah, so people you're gonna get three more Pinocchios next year. So Exactly. We got Pinocchio Disney, oh. the OG. We got uh, that weird one with uh, RuPaul. Or what's his name? <laughs> Not RuPaul. <laughs> Pauly Shore. <laughs> Look, shit, I'd watch one. Hell more. yeah, I would. <laughs> RuPaul's amazing. Pauly, Pauly oh. Shore. He goes, when am I going to get go on my own? Be a real boy. Your knowledge of abstract yeah. film is just blowing my mind right now. You and Trey, y'all. You have so much in common. Oh, it's hilarious. That is the that is the tip of the iceberg, I, my friend. That is I the bet tip of if the it's iceberg. anything like Trey's knowledge, I'm like, what the fuck do you do all day, man? Are you reading IMDb? <laughs> on the toilet, just scrolling through people's. I think it's a it's a, I think it's just a matter of memory. Yeah. I think it's just something yeah. stick, and I could read something once, but if if it if it sticks in my brain, then I'm gonna right. remember it. And then people are like, how do you know that? How do you remember? I'm like. Look, I wish I knew. <laughs> if I, I wish I remember you, I would. things like people's. Listen, I listen, I could... Muggle. <laughs> I would. I wish I could remember names. I wish I could remember important events no. and dates, like uh, the Louisiana Purchase or something. Superpower. But look, I just, mm. I just don't. Okay, it's it's IMDb that's up awesome. here for movies and animals. That's, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> My brother is just chiming away. Let yeah, I think off. he said Let Ron Perlman off. was racist, or somebody was. That wouldn't Somebody's surprise me. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise no, me. No, no, I don't think, I don't think he is because his wife is black. Yeah, that's so. true. I think he was talking about Guillermo. Guillermo's ra- no, oh. no, that man is sweet. Because something. Oh no, no, no. no. What did I say? You said because he I hasn't think... casted any Hispanic male uh, leads. He's racist. You're right. You're right. You, you planted that. I did, I did, I did say <laughs> that. I was criticizing Guillermo del Toro. I love his directing style. I think he's what? great. 
But yeah. the fact that he's aesthetic. had so many huge features and not one lead Hispanic cast mm-hmm. casting rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It rubs me. If Robert Rodriguez can do it right out the gate, like you, Mr. Guillermo sure. del Toro, should have some clout to be like, I want a brown man in my film. Front and center. Yeah. His career's not Yeah, over. but now everybody's doing it. Thanks to Tinoch, we're all in the door now. He kicked that door down as Namur, and we're in. There's no keeping us out now. He's, he's holding the door for everybody. He showed we can make a billion dollars yeah. easy. Black and brown, baby. We're putting color on screen. Yeah. So. I mean, the, I've, I've definitely heard that about, like, Tim Burton, because he said that, like, black people don't fit his aesthetic. Um, so I have heard that about him. But I haven't heard anything about yeah. Guillermo. Well, he had a nice diverse cast for I the mean, Wednesday show. That was black, brown, all oh. over. Yeah. It looked like a United Nations. Show. Oh, is yeah. that his? Yeah, that's his. Is that yeah. his? He oh wrote my God. it. Yeah, well, he, good for it, him. That's really yeah, blowing up right now. He is destroying all of Netflix. So it's 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 awesome. Good for but, him. Honestly, I I really like him. I think he's. I I don't know much about yeah, him personally. I think we only like, can judge person, their work. But I. I think he's just, I think he's a hard worker who's putting out his art and he's putting out his work and oh. there's, you know, everyone's a critic. There's always going to be something yeah. to criticize, but I mean, yeah. overall he's put out some great movies and yeah, they may not always be original ideas, but he brings them to life and that's what a good director does, you know? And his style. Bring, he has a very signature yeah. style and it, yeah. he pulls it off so well. It's true to himself. So I like to watch it. Now, yeah. speaking of something that yeah. isn't going so well to kind of bring the show down. Oh, uh, in a bad way, uh, DCEU, don't know what's going on with that. Apparently, there is no longer a Wonder Woman film. Things are getting scrapped. Um, movies are probably oh. not happening. Castings, we have a release slate, mm. kind of, but now they don't know if they're moving forward with A Man of Steel 2. Uh, the Rock, as big a event as he tried to make of Black Adam, did lose about $100 million dollars. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot of money and it's a sting. Um, so I think, he's I, doing think okay. I don't I think, think he's going to cry yeah. about no. it. I even think they're having a spinoff that was announced of black Adam. He can pay the yeah, bills. He's, Look, he might. Lights are not going to shut off on him. I mean, but yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty upset at the whole jungle cruise thing when they released it on yeah. Disney plus and they released it the same day mm-hmm. in theaters that was a pretty big deal for him because he didn't see any of that money because it was released yeah. on Disney plus same Scarlett for they Johansson. did some, they did that to another they did movie. That with they Black just, Widow. Yeah, they did that. And Black they didn't Widow. pay her they just, what she was due because it didn't come out in theaters. They ended up making that right though, because yeah, the internet box office. flipped out and really went after Disney. So they paid her what yeah. she was worth. Like, I guess. Yeah. We'll and she's now directing her. the next, uh, I think either, I forgot what project she's directing, but she's directing a Marvel project now. So, yeah, oh. she, she's going to be getting her hands all in there. They gave her a position. They gave her the money she was worth. And so she's... Marvel's getting their shit together. DC can't seem to get their shit together for the past 10 years at least. Yeah. You know what, though? Joker was fantastic. Ah, I love Joker. Agree to disagree. My brother says they need to crash so Disney can buy them. But I did not like Joker for the simple fact. And well, this is your comic book purist. It's not the film movie. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the reason. You're My curious. comic book purist says, I don't want to know Joker's origin story. The beautiful thing of this 
mm. myth that is the Joker is that no one knows his origin. Like that was cool for 60 years. Confused. Yeah. It was so many different variants and he's always telling a different story because he's so screwed up. You're not yeah. even sure he knows or remembers a time before yeah. he was this thing called the Joker. But my brother said it was Taxi Cab yeah. 2. Yeah, it was pretty much the movie Taxi Cab, just with face paint. But oh. well, I haven't seen. Oh, Taxi Cab, so I okay. To if that. you watch, yeah, if I you watch Taxi Cab, it's an '80s movie. It's literally the Joker before the Joker. It's the same film, same director. I know the show Taxi with John with no. Danny DeVito. I know that. I know the show. <laughs> is no, that the I think it's the same director who did Taxi Cab, and it is well, the same film, just for a new look, generation. It's not the same director. No. Trey would to know. put a different perspective for you, to put a different perspective for you, at yeah. least for the Joker, just look, I mean, his first media was Adam West, right? I mean, that was corny was. as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone's iteration, it's, it's really up to them. I mean, look at Spider-Man. He's got so many different origin stories. If one is confirmed or if we see one, it does not necessarily means it's the origin yeah. story. I mean, look at, look at Jack Nicholson's Batman. Or Jack, Nich- Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. Joker. I mean, he fell into a vat of acid. Whereas Joaquin Phoenix, he just went nuts because of social degradation. He just went nuts because he was treated poorly, which is truthfully what happens. I mean, people go nuts because they're isolated from society and and they're constantly degraded and and made fun of. And at a certain point, some people just crack. Yep. And that's just I what happened if that to movie would have hit and different just so happens... during a pandemic when people weren't able to kind of leave and they were stuck inside with their thoughts. I wonder how that movie would have hit yeah. at that time. But it's it's not only that, it, but it was a comment on the classes. Because yep. he, his whole thing was like, if I was shot dead in the street, you would all would step over me. You'd mm-hmm. laugh at me. But because this guy got killed and he was a rich guy, you care. And that was his whole message. He he was more of like a social yes. activist, I think. And then he just so happened to kind of kind of cut loose and lose the plot a little bit and just go nuts. But it's like even if it shows his origin story, it's not the origin story because I mean, if that's the case, then you can just throw out all the other jokers out the window and you don't have any animated jokers, you don't have video game jokers, comic book jokers, other even just crossover jokers, like even just mention of the Joker. It's there's no one Joker. That's that's the beauty of having so many iterations of one character is that if you don't like what they did with something, yeah. you have to watch another one. multiverse. Yeah. You just hop into yeah. a different one. Exactly. And they've done that with Batman. Oh, we have two forever. active Batmans you know right now. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I mean, and one could say I hated Christian Bale Batman. I loved Adam West Batman. He was the best one because he didn't take himself seriously and he focused on taking care of business and he he liked cracking and he jokes and gadgets. solving mysteries and he was an actual detective. <laughs> yes. Which made me love Robert Pattinson's Batman. We finally got a real good detective. Yeah. Oh. And to be fair, I can I can touch a lot more on the Joker than I can with Batman because to be honest, I've seen more like animated Batman content Same. than I've seen live action Batman. Content. That's where DC shines. Animated, animated storytelling, animation, is second to none. Yeah, if they would just adapt that yeah. formula and tell those stories properly in a live action format, we have two mm-hmm. titans of comic book films. Marvel and DC would be neck and neck because they have the superior mm-hmm. characters, yeah. superior arcs. In animated series, oh my god, Justice League Dark. You have the Apocalypse War, like. 
so many animated DC films yeah. that if made live action, I'd lose my shit. My head would explode. I think that's the beauty like of what DC's doing that Marvel really is trying to do with their expanding net of different mm-hmm. mediums and realms and universes. Is DC, you can have this spinoff of Joker with Joaquin, and then you can have Heath Ledger, you can have Jared Leto, and like it or not, you, you that's your Joker. It's like your brand yeah. of pizza. Everybody loves mm-hmm. pizza, but maybe you like deep dish, maybe you like maybe thin you like crust. on it. Some sadist mm-hmm. you are. At the end of the day, we can all agree we still we like Joker. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a good character that you can play with, just like cosplay. Mm. You know, you can take that character and you can make it your own, which is what DC does. I mean, a little. Maybe a little too often, but I we mean, gotta have some cohesive continuity <laughs> <but> here. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a bottom yeah. line somewhere. Yeah. I think. We need a Kevin Feige. But I mean, they got yeah. a James Gunn now. So, personally, I think my my Joker will always be Heath Ledger. That, That's my Joker. That's the one I grew same. up with. Him, my Batman. Him and Mark Hamill are neck and neck Christian for me Bale. as far as Jokers. Yep, they are. Well, he's a different world. That's yeah. a different animal, though, because yeah. he's animated. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if we're talking animated, I mean, there have been so many different animated uh, Jokers, yeah. too. I mean, not only animated in TV series and, and movies, games. but also yes. video games. Yep. So, I mean, there's Telltale games, and that Joker is completely different than Joaquin Phoenix's or Heath Ledger's. So, it's like, it, it's kind of like like Darkwing, too. Like Robin and Darkwing. Like, Nightwing. Or Dark, Nightwing. what's his name? Dark Knight? Nightwing. 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 Darkwing. Dark. <laughs> yeah, you know, same thing. thing. They're all in the same, same area. Um, but it's like, you can take the Teen Titans Robin and you can take the Teen Titans Go Robin. And it's like, you can't look at them yeah. as the same person because yes. they're not. And they just decided to take one character and have yeah. fun with it. And I don't think it's meant to be canon. I think it's meant to be like, this is a character that we're playing around with. And don't take him seriously because this and doesn't mean anything. they do that a lot anything. in the comics. You know, so I like, think that's what they're trying to do. Just not, I don't think they're executing as well. The Joker was a success. They break the, the fourth Batman wall a little too a, much. A success, but I don't think they've had a steady stream yeah. of successes. You've had your Shazams here, your Aquaman, which was a breakout hit, surprisingly to everybody. Um, but they, yeah. they do it awesomely in print and in animated. Now, if they could just figure out the live action, then we can have the variety and still yeah. have something cohesive to kind of ground us. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think. I think I prefer Marvel just because they do have, they have more of an all together story that follows a, a timeline of events where sometimes it's a little much where it's like, okay, I didn't see fucking the second Thor. So now I don't know who this person <laughs> is, or I didn't see the second Captain America. So now who is this person who came out of nowhere and everyone gasps and it's a huge reveal and I don't know who it is. Sometimes that yeah. gets a little old, but with DC, sometimes it's a little too scattered and it's like, I don't consider DC, anything in the DC universe as part of the same yeah. universe. Whereas in Marvel, it's, it's all connected. one it's universe. Cohesive. And it's all, whereas it literally may not be in the same universe, like Multiverse yeah. of Madness, it's still within the multiverse. same, like these characters can, yeah, it's in the multiverse. So it's, it's, it's within the same, they can still talk to each other and there's still a possibility yep. of them meeting. But in DC, I'm never like, Adam West is going to meet Heath Ledger. <laughs> like that's never a thing. Yeah. That's yeah. not a thing. But I think, I mean, like you said, they are struggling. They are and my brother anymore, makes a good but... point. I think they keep going back to the well one too many times. So they get a hit, and then they try to quickly release a follow-up to that hit. That's what and studios do. And Wonder Woman do. 2 they wanna, they was wanna... uh, a consequence of that. It wasn't as well flushed out and thought out as it could have mm-hmm. been. It seemed a little rushed. 
Yeah. Um, same thing with Justice League following up Batman v Superman. Like they wanted to get those three in a film again and get it. And they were so focused on getting it out that I don't think they uh, looked at it and said, do we have something good to even tell here? So hopefully they can fix that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is how I wanted to end the show because you've had such great insight on everything we've discussed. Ali, you are awesome to talk to and I could talk to you all night, but I do not want to keep you anymore because we've been on here for an hour and a half. You were nice enough to still make it work, even though, <coughs> Trey, somebody kind of didn't convey the proper start time. But hey, we're not pointing fingers here, Trey. Um, yeah, I thank you. Where can people find you? I'm going to put your handle up on the screen so they know where to get you on Instagram. But where can people find you? TikTok, YouTube, wherever. Where are you? You can you you can find me on TikTok. I posting content on there. The whole world sees it. It's a very intimidating. Um, stuff can blow up on TikTok. I I do have quite a large following on TikTok, but I don't produce content very often. So I do. I you can find me on TikTok, um, but you can find me on Instagram. Um, I have an R page, which again I haven't posted on in a long time. So. Uh, it's my Instagram's more of a personal thing. Um, but I mean, I, I like posting art. Hey, if you want to follow me for my art, by all means, um, it's my, my handle is, is what you said in the beginning of this was artist one, two, three, two, five. doesn't, the letters, the numbers don't mean anything. It's just like not one, two, three, four, five, because that was yeah. taken. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. that was prolific so, as, as you promised. Don't mean that anything. was as prolific as you promised in the opening. You said there was a great story behind it, and yeah. there was before it was taken. You nailed it. I mean, it w it was taken. Oh, you mean the yeah, numbers part? Because I, I was yeah, like, I thought you meant like, oh, there's a cool story behind clear. it, and then it was like, yeah, four was taken, so I just yeah. put it two there. <laughs> it was taken. It just I don't know. It's been my everything yeah. for so long. Stick I with just it. keep it. I think it's been my handle since I was it like brought 13. You to the race. I've had that Instagram for a yeah, long ass it brought time. You to the race, so ride that horse out. But I do want to thank you for your time. Yeah, I mean, shoot. And thank you for yeah. being. Yeah. By the way, just want to let you guys know. Um, I mean, I do storyboard work too. So, if any executives are watching, holla. I do concept art. I do storyboard art, and it's not artificially created. Nope. 100% authentic, straight from the brain. It's, it's Ali Fishley. Ali Fishley. Oh. And on that, that's you it. Trademark that. Trademark right pending. On that, we end it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, watching, listening. We are out. See ya.